0: Everybody admits TMZ is now breaking more stories than the big news organizations. Now, here is one of TMZ's attorneys and stand-up comics, Derek Kaufman. Yes, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. On News Talk 850 WFTL.
1: Oh, yes, now we have that opportunity that I look forward to every week, because really it's the only time mom gets to speak to her son. No, just kidding. How you doing, Derek?
0: I'm doing all right. Apologies for my voice. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I'm always happy to do this.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you know, you've been kind of sick lately. Mom is getting concerned. You need to take more vitamins.
0: Listen, when you have a toddler, the preschool is basically a petri dish and you get a new virus every, every week. And so hopefully I'll come out of this with a very strong immune system, but it's a rough, it's a rough road.
1: Yeah, I'm saying, but at least uh, she's building up her immune system. And of course, Derek, one of the biggest stories out there right now, a story that pretty much came up on the TMZ website before it reached anywhere else has now come completely full circle. What do you make of uh, Jesse Smollett actually not only staging this but uh writing that letter to himself that's what the police are saying
0: yeah this is unbelievable that we just saw a press conference with uh eddie johnson the superintendent of police for chicago and he called this disgraceful Mm -hmm. um and it was very very powerful because he's (coughs) excuse me he's a black man who was raised in chicago and this put a, a, a a nasty mark on his city and he was very very upset um it's outrageous it's mm-hmm. outrageous if if these allegations are true uh that he concocted the letter in the first place uh to you know make a scene so that he could raise his salary on empire which is already $65,000 an episode according to some reports out there wow. uh this is pretty pretty outrageous
1: yeah. And not only to write that letter to himself, but then to, uh, you know, not be satisfied that he got the attention and the raise that he was looking for and stage this really kind of phenomenal um, hate hoax or racially motivated hoax in and and got away with it for quite some time. I mean, the, the police chief was really upset with uh, the media, with celebrities and with uh, some of these politicians who jumped right in
0: as he should be i mean this this is this is just disgusting conduct i mean if 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 this case is borne out and 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 i do want to say we haven't heard from uh jesse's side he hasn't made any public statements he's got a whole legal team but the allegations are pretty damning and if he if he concocted a letter uh to look like a maga supporter it 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 is it is outrageous he put the l's backwards to make them seem stupid it's You know, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Donald Trump, but he has every right to be tweeting about this because this is this is horrible. And it really it it makes people skeptical about real hate crimes that go on. This is just the absolute worst.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm hearing that over and over again from members of the Chicago community, people that have been really subjected. I I love the opening of the press conference where he said, I wish you guys would pay this much attention when we have these, you know, shootings and killings in Chicago of innocent people.
0: Oh and 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 that on top of it is a good point as well because the investigation that that they undertook distracts and, and diverts police resources from real crimes that are going on in the city and that makes this just despicable, just despicable.
1: And, and of course, you know, you're right that until we hear from his uh, attorneys who say they're going to mount an aggressive defense, but uh, you know, you've had a grand jury convened and whatever they heard in there from the two bodybuilders and, and apparently from the investigators and it was a team of a hundred detectives was compelling enough for them to say, go ahead and charge him, bring him in.
0: Yeah. Look, I mean, there, there's enough. They heard enough that they think they can prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt that he, to um, file the false false police report, which sounds like a not very serious crime, but it is it 's very serious it 's a felony and you can do three years in prison for these types of crimes and for good reason because this is not what police should be spending their time on and, and the length that he allegedly went through to pull this stunt off uh, it, it It boggles the mind. I didn't. I didn't see this coming. This is easily the strangest story I've ever worked on.
1: Yeah, you know, and I kind of did see something coming, but I had no idea um, to what lengths. This uh, very disturbed. That's all I can say. Young man was willing to go for money because if that's why he did it to get more money, it really um, is is awful. It's one thing if he wanted to raise awareness of hate crimes or something. I mean, that should have been the defense. Uh, maybe somebody could have had some sympathy, but to do it because sixty five grand then episodes not enough money, man, nobody's going to feel sorry for him.
0: I, I think I think you're right, and we haven't heard the last of this. This is a, a huge story now, and and to hear that the letter because you could imagine a letter being sent and him thinking, oh, they haven't made a big enough deal about this, this is what's going on in our country, and then upping the ante, but to have created the letter in the first place, mm. uh, that's really disturbed conduct, it yeah. really is.
1: And, and look, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to have to start answering questions uh, on the political front, you've got uh, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, uh, on the celebrity front you had people like uh, Robin Roberts who gave him a softball interview where she practically has the audience crying for him.
0: Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, you're going to see a lot of backtracking. Uh, I would imagine because there was a a swift rush to um, believe this when it when it initially came out, and there were some skeptics out there who were, you know, shouted down when they expressed any any skepticism or wanting to see this investigation play out. And you know, it's nothing to celebrate really, but it is, uh, you know, that that this went down. But it's it's pretty jarring. It is Take jarring.
1: And and yeah. when when you're like you're in the newsroom at TMZ and of course um you have to evaluate stories before they go out um would you have handled it any different if you knew then well obviously if you knew then you wouldn't have covered the story but do you feel as though there was anything you guys could have done to keep it out of the public eye cuz everybody looks at TMZ now
0: yeah, listen, I mean, we're we're a news reporting agency, and uh, the fact that he went to the police, uh, he was a celebrity who told the police that he was the victim of a hate crime, we're going to report that every day of the week. And, right. and we should, really. I mean, that's a serious report to make to cops. Um, and when law enforcement is involved in these kind of things, you'll see those reports. And we've never seen it turn out this way, but uh, cases take twists and turns. And this one certainly took a turn that, uh, that not many people saw coming, at least in this form.
1: Right. And finally, you think the Covington Catholic kids are going to win $250 million from Jeff Bezos?
0: My goodness, that <laughs> is quite a lawsuit as well, huh? And I think they're um, going
1: to prevail because, I mean, they have. A, he has a great case, Nick Sandman and his parents.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think it's it's it's, it's worrisome if 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 they prevail uh, on that level in some ways because this was a, a video that the Washington Post was just writing about a video. It's not like they sort of concocted a story out of whole cloth, uh, but it does seem like they they got it wrong and and they're trying to make them pay for it. Yeah. So we'll see what that does to journalism for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. What about this Gwyneth Paltrow lawsuit against what is it a, a Utah ski slope or something?
0: Yeah, what a turn in this case. So this guy Terry Sanderson, uh, was skiing at Deer Valley back in February 2016. So this was a couple years ago and he filed this lawsuit against Gwyneth Paltrow that we covered and, uh, said, you know, she came from behind me. I was downhill from her, and all of a sudden I was blindsided. She was out of control on the mountain and hit me from behind. He sued her for more than $3 million. He what? said he had a host of injuries. He said he had brain injuries and uh, uh, broken ribs, concussion, and so forth, and he wanted a ton of money. He said, this is some celebrity trying to get off scot-free. Well, she countersued today Mm. and we broke the story on the website and she's saying you know what you have it entirely backwards you hit me and there's an incident report where you admitted that you were the uphill skier so this is such a rich person's lawsuit Mm -hmm. um it's, it's, a, it's about, you know, fancy ski resorts. But at the end of the day, she's saying, I'll sue you for a dollar. I'm not I'm not a celebrity trying to get out of this. I'm going to pull with Taylor, Taylor Swift and just sue you to make a point. I'll mm. sue for a dollar, and I'll donate anything I get to charity. Which is kind of funny, because what if she gets a dollar? Is she going to give a dollar to charity? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe she matches it, at least.
1: Yeah, <laughs> two bucks. Two bucks to my two favorite bucks. charity. Exactly. Man, you can't make this stuff up. But you're right. It's the kind of lawsuit that none of us will ever have to worry about. First, I don't go to ski slopes, and second, certainly not ones where Gwyneth Paltrow is skiing.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> this is this is for the goop cl- the goop crowd, as you say.
1: Yeah. Um, what about Meghan Markle? I know you guys have a New York team, and she was out there for her uh, shower. But boy, there's more stories and rumors about the uh, whatever she is, princess. What do they call her, lady?
0: Yeah, I guess she's a duchess, she's A oh, duchess yeah. of some sort, duchess, right? You know? Right. She's, uh, but she is who's there in New York uh, partying with Serena Williams who was her friend before she even got married to a prince and she's having a little baby shower at the Ralph Lauren Polo Bar which is famous for (laughs) its $20 hot dog. It's got sauerkraut, sweet relish, and mustard and in New York people pay $20 for a hot dog if you're you're a princess apparently.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, But you know, do do you guys hear all the same stories we hear on the East Coast about how you know, the other princess hates her or whoever, you know, uh, the 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 real princess, the one who's going to be married oh, yeah, to a Kate king, Middleton. yeah, Kate Middleton can't stand her, and she's, you know, they're going to throw her out of the palace and all this stuff. Or is that just we do? You do? No,
0: we hear all the stuff. We actually have a reporter who is very plugged into what I like to call palace intrigue. Mm-hmm. It's very, very strange. He's got connections in Buckingham Palace who who dish all the stuff. So we follow this stuff very, very closely. And yeah, there's rumors that Kate hates her and is jealous of the attention that she's getting, but you know. Megan has behaved much like a royal. She doesn't say many things outwardly to the media, uh, unlike her father and sister, I guess, <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> who are out there all the time talking about these things.
1: Yeah, but she does. You know, it's interesting that she comes to New York and you immediately see she's wearing like regular clothes. She didn't look very uh, regal or royal at, the, you know, in some of the photographs of her and Serena walking around.
0: Yeah, and there's reports that actually she flew across the pond, uh, on a commercial flight. So it's not like, you know, they're rolling out, uh, you know, Royal Air Force One, whatever they have over there in, in England. So she's, she's still got, uh, one, one foot, in, you know, with the commoners, which mm. I like about her. I think that makes her seem more grounded. Yeah. She's, she's our, she's our new Grace Kelly.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know. Um,
0: <laughs> you're not you're not buying it. You don't uh, yeah.
1: like the royals, huh? No, no I, and I just, um, I think that uh, she is an opportunist. I don't know. I, you know, I watched her. On, you know I was a big fan of the uh, series Suits where um, mm-hmm. she got her big, uh, you know, big break. And, you know, the fact that she was angling in the way that she was to meet Harry and all that other stuff, is just a little odd to me. Um, some people, you know, just think they're queens, you know.
0: <laughs> Yeah, the heart wants what it wants, Mom. Oh, okay. You know who, <laughs> it matters of the heart. Oh, who okay. Can
1: say? Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that uh, Princess Diana, his mother, would agree with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sadly enough, right? Um yes. and, 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 you know, some of the other stories, of course, that I always follow on you is like, of all the, the crazy stories I've heard um, lately was this, this idea that, um, what's her name, uh, Adele, was partying with Drake like yeah. what what did that what
0: <laughs> how wild is this story Crazy. because those are two of maybe the the top selling artists of the tw- you know the, the the 21st century right i mean right. these guys they 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 they're like one and two and they were partying and they went out to uh pins bowling lane right. and they they hung out there and it's such an odd coupling because i haven't need a collaboration between them but you know if those two people are out it sets the world abuzz so maybe we'll see some music she could do a hook and he could rap over it it could be it could be Something great,
1: but I mean they're not dating, right? I mean, no, she's no, married. No
0: no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no reports of no, no, no romantic reports that I know of. But you know, the, he gets rumors swirling when he does Kiki. Do you love me? Everyone thinks he slept with Kim Kardashian. So oh, who knows? Right. We may, we may hear some rumors that come out, but so far nothing like that.
1: I know that uh, poor Chloe. The speaking of Kardashians has uh, got to give up her BFF, right? Her, her what par- a
0: mess! Oh. What a mess. Well, it's actually Kylie's BFF. So oh, it's, it's okay. Kylie's best friend Jordan. Who lives in Kylie's like guest house. She's sort of like the Kato Kalin of, <laughs> of the Kardashian clan. She lives with Kylie. They're best friends for a very long time. And now there's reports that she uh, cheated with Tristan, who is Chloe's baby daddy. And now, now what do you do? You got to choose between your sister and your best friend, and what a mess what a mess
1: yeah it's definitely well you mean what does kylie do choose between her sister and her best friend she chooses her sister
0: (laughs) i would think so although the timing of this is all very interesting we're in february sweeps and some people say that the keeping up the kardashian ratings are are you know lagging a little bit and you you need a storyline who knows but the plot thickens we'll have to watch this one play out
1: yeah well but this this is a guy who cheated on her multiple times like just before she went and delivered a baby right
0: yeah on video in clubs but this is this is <laughs> especially this is especially flagrant though i mean this is within the inner circle of Kardashian. Oh. Uh, this what is this is rough man <laughs> this is certainly rough
1: they're all rough black china with the uh, soldier boy and you know the, I, I i look at these stories and i think to myself these people don't live like the rest of us
0: they keep you fascinated though right i mean you follow all the twists and turns yeah. So, yeah. you you know Black China was dating Soldier Boy for a reason. They must be fascinating to people.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, Derek. It's always a pleasure. Get to fill in all the news that's not even necessarily fit to print, but we got the inside scoop. I appreciate it.
0: Sounds good. Always good to talk to you guys.
1: All okay. right. Take care. All right. And that's... Uh, whoa! Thank you for being right on that. There. I have no ability to do that. So. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know what this means. That, that oh, Okay, let's take a break. So again, I was thinking a lot, you know, after uh, talking to my son and thinking about how, you know, TMZ is actually... The like number one news source that people are going to for a lot of different kinds of stories. And I'm fascinated by that because it really tells you much about where we are as a society. That we are overly concerned with what goes on in these sort of lofty areas like uh, entertainment and media, politics. Used to be that people Kept it close to home. Their principal concerns were what was going on in their neighborhood, in their community, in their families. Not so much anymore. You know, if I didn't uh, have this radio program and he wasn't on TMZ, I probably wouldn't even talk to my son as much as I do. Which says a whole lot about relationships in the modern era. Um, When we come back from this break, I'm going to talk about uh, my reasons. And I have some real reasons why we need a conservative version of Facebook and other social media platforms. I've given this a lot of thought over the last couple of months. I've talked about it briefly, but I, uh, I, think, I, I think I know wh- what I'm talking about for the first time.
0: The difference for me is Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. So I don't understand why Bernie Sanders, who does not want to become a member of the Democratic Party... He vowed he would run, and if he wins, rule, you know, preside as a Democrat. Run as a Democrat. We've asked him on a continuous basis. If, in fact, you want to be the Democratic nominee, you should be a Democrat. If you're not a Democrat, you should not run. He should run as an independent. Uh, he's not a Democrat. So to me, I wouldn't allow a Republican to run as a Democrat or for the Democratic you don't nominee. do think he should be allowed to run in the Democratic Party? I don't think he should be a Democrat. I think that he should say if he wants to be a Democrat, he should register in the Democratic Party. And then you can talk about running and to be my representative. Hmm. I want a Democrat to be my representative uh, as President of the United States. to well, be he, my he-
1: I don't really care if he's smart or can get the job done or the majority of Americans want him. I just want him to have a D after his name, which is why that's how liberals think. Okay, And I've been, you know, really studying some of the banning that's going on. First and foremost, of course, closest to me would be Laura Loomer, who I've seen deplatformed. From any number of social media platforms, including PayPal, which is literally um, altering the way that she can continue to operate. The majority of her donations came through on that platform. I used to um, send, I had a, like a recurring donation on the PayPal app that would go to her account once a month. And, uh, you know, and then they started refusing to to send it and telling me that you know she's not no longer eligible and we did find an alternative platform and a lot of people will use that but i kept thinking about the marketplace of ideas and how this all shakes out i remember and i'm sure you all remember as well a time when uh, television news had no fox news channel okay And everybody said pretty much the same thing. And dissenting opinions on most of the critical issues of our time, they just weren't given any airtime. And of course, I don't find Fox News that different from the rest of them. It's still very much tied into the establishment. But at least they started providing the Republican candidates' viewpoints, the Republican leadership's viewpoints, which was a big contrast to the... To to the crap, to the propaganda, the liberal propaganda that we were constantly being force-fed by uh, all the other networks. And then, of course, social media took off. And what we saw was uh, suddenly everybody could speak up. Everybody had a voice. And you could pretty much say whatever you wanted to say. As a matter of fact, it was kind of scary, like a wild, wild west when... I started using some of these social media platforms, and we were always being advised by the uh, um, corporations that ha- own the various radio stations. You can use this, you can't say this, you can do this, you can't do that. You know, there were all kinds of rules and regulations, but they weren't about content; they were about um, stealing other people's content. In other words, I was never told what I could say. I was always told, "Don't don't use somebody else's music, don't use somebody else's words, without." Um, making sure that you have permission to do that which I understand I understand copyright I understand um, the idea that you know musicians deserve to be paid if you use their music but then um, you know the election of 2016 came along and ever since then it looks like social media and all the biggies, all the big giants, whether it's Google or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest, any of them, all of them, all of a sudden they decided that uh, that they're they're going to be uh, shadow banning or deplatforming conservatives. You know, and I mean, look, I love when they give you the argument. Oh, but look at this liberal that got uh, shadow banned. You know, one out of. 150 whereas with conservatives one out of 150 gets to remain on and and the truth is that um they are targeting conservatives that's you know i've now put enough evidence together i don't need to uh i don't need to prove it beyond the the shadow of a doubt we've done that already and, and that's why I'm convinced. And I'm not the only one who's convinced. Uh, you heard David Rubin talk about it. You've heard, uh, um, what's his name that you love, Jordan Peterson talk about it. You've heard Alex Jones talk about it. A lot of people are saying there needs to be an alternative. And it needs to be conservative. So um, I'm all about it. You know, I, I really, I'm convinced that we have got to come up with a a consistent media platform that doesn't ban anybody. And let me say this, I don't want to ban liberals. I don't want to stop liberals from talking. I think the best thing that you can do to expose um the very nature of liberals is to allow them to speak. You know, cuz when people hear the insanity, the craziness that comes out of their mouths sometimes, um you know, they, they really move away from that kind of thinking. And that's what you want. You want everybody to have a chance in the marketplace of ideas. And then you want the people to be empowered to make decisions about what they're going to um, listen to, what they're going to believe, what they, what they think is uh, worth considering in an argument, and what they don't. And it's amazing to me. It really is how even that idea scares the left to death. They get even more dug in. They want to make more rules and more regulations and they want to show just exactly how much power they have left. And all they do is posture. And I really believe that uh, people like me are going to help to put together this alternative. Uh, You know, I wish I had the kind of money Jeff Bezos has because I would just fund it. I don't think it's uh, going to be the hardest thing to accomplish. I just think it's going to require a tremendous amount of capital to begin with. And, uh, you know, I don't know who's willing to do that. There are some big players in the conservative arena. You know, I almost fully well expected Bill O'Reilly to take all that money he had after he got uh, basically drummed off his uh, television show by rumor and innu- innuendo and I thought, and you know, then after a while, I thought, and Megan Kelly will jump in. I mean, there's some people with some serious money who have lost the ability to, to talk on a regular basis. And some of them have other platforms. I know that, um, that Bill O'Reilly has uh, been working with Newsmax and, you know, other people have been working with different, um, smaller media companies and outlets. But that's not the same as having an alternative to. Twitter let's say and and Twitchy's been around for a, a long long time but not useful um unless you know about it you know there's no promotion of it um it's not not uh, doesn't cover as much territory as uh, as Twitter does and it's just it's mind boggling to hear people um say well you know um i understand that the, that they're going to censor things i'll give you a great example what i think is the most insane thing i ever heard of i don't know how many of you even know what pinterest is but it's like a like a, a bulletin board where you can tell them what subjects you're interested in and then when when somebody makes a um, a posting that's relevant to your interest um you'll get notified on your Pinterest account saying like here's a new hairstyle. I mean, I happen to like braids. So I always uh I always check out the other people's uh, French braids and how they braid their hair. I you know, it's just a girl thing. I also like uh spiritual sayings or or you know, um quotes, famous quotes. So I'll get notification that those things are out there. Well, Pinterest has decided that they're no, go- no longer going to allow any postings about vaccinations. They will no longer return any search results, including pins and boards for terms related to vaccinations, whether in favor or against them. And it's been doing that since like the end of 2018, because they noticed that the majority of shared images on Pinterest cautioned people against vaccinations, even though medical guidelines say that vaccines are safe for most people. So imagine they're deciding whether you can talk about that on their platform. They have decided. They told CNBC yesterday that it's been hard to, no, it was the day before yesterday, Wednesday, that it's been hard to remove the anti-vaccination content entirely so they just put a ban on everything until they can come up with a more permanent strategy. It's not a free marketplace of ideas. You know, I happen to be one of those people who doesn't believe that we should be routinely vaccinating our children in the manner in which we vaccinate them. That doesn't mean that I don't believe in any vaccines. Of course I do. But the idea that we, you know, we, we inject little bitty kids that weigh under 10 pounds with multiple uh, germs and bacteria in an effort to make them their immune systems combat those diseases makes no sense to me. And I had one child who I allowed that to be done to, and she was chronically sick. She had to have, you know, she had to have a, a bottle of that pink bubble, medic, pink bubble gum medicine, amoxicil, in the refrigerator every day. There was, it was always in the fridge. And then I said, you know what, maybe I'm not going to do all these vaccinations on my second kid. So I didn't allow Derek to have any of those vaccines. Never got sick. That was enough for me. You know, it was my anecdotal study, but it worked out the way I wanted to. I cut out the, the vaccinations for Jenya as she grew older, and I have no regrets about any of that. Anyway, we gotta take a break. Stay right where you are. You're listening to the Joyce Kaufman Show. Tomorrow's a great opportunity for you to listen to Anthony Perry of the Perry Financial Group right on this here radio station at eleven o'clock or eleven thirty. And if you missed that, you can listen on Sunday where a safe money talk radio is aired. And I got to tell you, Anthony Perry understands the fixed annuity product and not many can explain it as well as he does. He's a CPA. He's been doing this for over a quarter of a century and he's been a leader in our community. He has provided lots of people like you and me with good, sound investment advice, the kind of advice that will help us to uh, put together portfolios that'll really work for us. And that's what it's all about, knowing how you're going to uh, spend those retirement years. Over the last quarter of a century, he's been an advisor to the city of Coral Springs, helped them earn AAA credit ratings. He's also uh, just counseled lots of us on how to be safe and earn money at the same time. Fixed annuities are backed by large, highly rated insurance companies. They give you a lot more access to your money, monthly, quarterly, annually, or just taking a lump sum in the future. They're safe. They're fully insured like a CD, but better because the interest rate is higher. Listen to this, 6% per year to build up your lifetime income base with a 2% interest bonus when you open up that account, literally giving you an 8% return that first year and that will not last forever. So why don't you pick up your phone if you're not going to get a chance to hear the show this weekend, call the Perry Financial Group at 888-755-8887. That's 888-755-8887 and on the web, it's perryfinancial.com. That's Perry with an I. Please let them know that Joyce sent you. Let's talk
0: about Hoda Muthana uh, for a moment here. This is the Alabama woman uh, who left four years ago to, to join ISIS. She has a son uh, she said that she wants to come home now. She was radicalized. She made a big mistake. Um, yesterday, the president tweeted that he ordered you to not allow her to return. Uh, your office said that she's not a U.S. citizen. Her attorney says that she was born in 1984 in Hackensack, New Jersey. Why would we not want to bring her back, to question her, perhaps even to try her? Well, you we have to remember the context. Uh, we've now taken down all but the last square inch of the caliphate in Syria and Iraq. Uh, millions of people liberated by uh, President Trump and our administration, the great work that our soldiers have done on the ground. Uh, There are now over 800 terrorists that are being held, foreign terrorist fighters that are being held in Syria today. Uh, She's just one of them. She is a terrorist. She's not a U.S. citizen. She ought not return to this country. So she wasn't born here? Uh, She may have been born here. She is not a U.S. citizen, nor is she entitled to U.S. citizenship.
1: Is that because she was the, the daughter of a diplomat and she was born here? Is that?
0: That's right. Okay.
1: Um- not only was she the daughter of a diplomat who claims he was no longer a diplomat when she was born here, but she is a terrorist. Like which part of um, you're not welcome in the country that you targeted? Do they not get? know, this is amazing to me that we even have to have this discussion. But we do. You know, we have to have discussions about things that are absolutely um, so simple to the average person who listens to these discussions. Like, for instance, you know, here we go again. We got another hate hoax that's uh starting to come to fruition in, of all places, San Francisco. Right. And of course. A homeowner is claiming that a MAGA supporter, because that's now what I'm called. I'm a MAGA supporter, which, by the way, I am. I'm a Make America Great Again supporter. I support that idea uh, wholeheartedly. I supported it in 2016. I supported it in 1990. How about that? I support Making America Great. So imagine this guy is living in San Francisco in a pretty nice neighborhood, and i've seen these signs because i've walked around in my daughter's neighborhood which is a nice neighborhood in san francisco on the second story of his house he's got a sign hanging out there that says uh you know impeach trump oh he has every right to have that sign out there i mean it's offensive to m- many of us but um i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't plan on uh, doing anything to to bother the guy and I certainly wouldn't tell him what he could have on his uh, on his window. You know, when I first went to visit my daughter and she had a Hillary sign in the window, it was my grandson who said, would you please take that out while Bubby's here? You know, he was just being sensitive. Something that apparently my children uh, did not inherit the sensitive gene. Um So now what is this alleged Trump supporter upset about? Not the feces on the street or the needles on the street in San Francisco. It's somebody who um, put a note on his door that said, make America great again. In an exclusive interview, ABC seven news spoke with a San Francisco homeowner who said his home was vandalized. And he believes it all started after he put out an impeached Trump sign on his balcony. The San Francisco resident preferring to remain anonymous, but said, I kind of feel like the eggs had gone too far. Apparently they egged his house and I felt violated at that point. My kids live with me and I thought, what will he do next? He could throw a rock through my window. So now let's rewind this to three months ago when the trouble began. First, he received a letter in the mail that said, please remove that sign or face some consequences. The sign is located on the second floor balcony, and it reads, if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention, impeach Trump. So then two weeks ago, he got a second handwritten note that was a little bit disturbing. It said MAGA-Trump and had an obscene gesture and said um, the F word. And it looked like someone had spent a lot of time on it. It was premeditated more so than the other ones, says the homeowners said the homeowner. Now let me ask you a question. Do you remember what I said when I first heard about Jesse Smollett's uh, accusation? The very first thing I said was it was below zero. Who goes out for a sandwich when it's below zero? And let me uh, let me do the very same thing about this uh, this allegation. Who would even notice an impeach Trump sign in a san francisco window they're in every other house you know this guy just wants a little attention want to bet i'm right well um i'm pretty sure and we'll know we'll know for sure within a couple of days so um you know these hate hoaxes they're pretty easy to see through